0: One of the biggest goals that I talk to clients about all the time, apart from money, is getting fit, starting that workout, starting that diet on Monday. You know, it's normally a New Year's resolution. It normally comes off the back of a conversation that they might have with some friends or even their doctor. But the problem is, where do we start? And as a couple, sometimes it is very easy to get into the whole workout regime and working out how to stay fit. And sometimes it's not as simple because um, I guess you can also teach each other habits which probably aren't as good. So to make it easier for everybody, I've invited the Wallers with us today to help us work out what we need to do to stay fit and healthy. Julian and Sarah, um, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks
0: for having us, man. (laughs) Absolute pleasure. You just had a little one recently, so I know how tight your time has been. But, uh, you know, honestly, when I thought of this topic, I thought of both of you straight away. Um, you know, for those that don't know, Julian is a personal trainer. Um, he has a business called Above the Bar Calisthenics. Calisthenics? <laughs> Above the Bar Calisthenics. I just learned how to say that. Um, and uh, Sarah works for Fitbit. so She's been in the fitness industry for a while and she's recently started a new venture, uh, which we'll get into a bit later on. So I thought they would be the perfect candidates to talk about this topic. Um, so I guess, where do we start? Like, you know, you probably see this all the time, Julian, where people would come to you, especially couples. Um, I mean, my wife and I are probably decent examples where, you know, we used to work out, we used to stay fit, but then life just got crazy with kids and work and all hmm. the rest of it. Where does a couple
2: begin? I guess it's all in a time management. You got to work out like since we've had the baby, everything's sort of been turned on its head and we've had to start sort of reassess and start sort of fresh when you've got another, um, you know, human in your life that you need to take care of and look after. So I think it depends where you're at, but time is the the first thing that's going to be crucial in working out where you can slot it in because, I mean, it's easy to do, it's easy not to do. So, um, you know, just assessing your day, if you're going to be a better better coming into the gym, you know, get up you know 45 an hour early than you would and just bang it out in the morning or if you're more motivated to come after the little ones asleep or you finish work in the afternoon or if you work from home you can get a quick lunchtime session like there's a few different options it's just getting a bit creative with your time
1: and i think the biggest thing is like booking it in in advance so for us, like if we were just to wake up and think, okay, when am I going to work out today? It's probably not going to happen. So maybe booking like on a Sunday, book it in for the week. And just like it's an appointment that you have to show up to uh, for us, that makes it a lot easier. Whereas before we could just go to the gym whenever we wanted. I could always do a a 6am class before work. Whereas now that's, impossible. <laughs> yeah. So um for us it's definitely booking it in um and also making sacrifices like neither neither of us are training as much as we used to and that's totally fine but just getting that movement in in other ways. So for me it's making sure I take the dog and our baby for a walk uh first thing in the morning and then again in the afternoon just so it feels like if maybe I couldn't fit in a workout that day that I am moving my body um, like I need to be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's a quote, I heard this years ago, and this relates to anything in life, but especially this is that it's no one's too busy. It's only a matter of priorities. Yeah. Um, and it's so true, isn't it? Because like, like what you said, if you make time for it, if you say, okay, I'm going to do this once every two days or once a week or whatever it may be,
1: mm.
0: you'll do it. But if you sort of just
2: wait for the time to pop up in front of you, it's probably not going to happen exactly yeah i think i watched this Arnold watching a video motivational thing ages ago years ago and it was like everyone's got 24 hours in a day yes um, and he's like what well, i said someone was something like i want about my eight hours sleep he's like we'll sleep faster yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, i remember that actually <laughs> um the other thing that that is sort of sort of crucial is that a lot of people want to come out guns blazing when they want to start a fitness regime they want to think oh i'm going to go out and just go ham six days a week like all in whereas I try and tell people like consistency trumps intensity like over and over so if you can only come consistently three times a week rather than sort of like a like a FIFO worker like come in go hard for a week have a week off come in go hard for another week you know it's not going to build any habit whereas if you can even if it's twice a week you can get to the gym just as long as you can consistently build that habit it's gonna like be way more beneficial in the long run you know yeah that that is true because I don't, you probably see this a lot, but
0: I mean, even me, when I start working out, I'll just, I'll be back to myself over a week, two, maybe three or four weeks. But then suddenly it just drops off after that and goes literally from hero to zero. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, it's sort of like budgeting in a way as well. It's like, as long as you just sort of start with, ba- start with baby steps or just have something start somewhere. Yeah. And as long as when that starts working, then maybe build on that. But
1: and I think especially for like women who've just given birth as well, or, or, or new parents, it's like Just go for a walk, (laughs) mainly for your mental health, but also it helps your uh, physical health as well. And something that we actually had a conversation about the other day was um, like recently our babies started daycare and so we've all been getting the daycare sickness, which has been really fun. Uh, So I haven't been at the gym as much as I usually am or as much as I would like to um but in saying that it just made me realize that majority of it is diet <laughs> so you know may, that would be like the first place to start is if you do have some health and fitness goals you know start with the health first and and figure out where you can maybe make some healthier choices so that you're feeling good and then naturally then you're going to want to start to move your body after that as well
0: yeah that, that is true actually and um just before we get into diet, because that's a massive part of it, um, of, of being fit and healthy. Mm. Um, I mean, l- last time, last that I heard is that the majority of being fit is your diet.
1: Yeah, it's like um, 8%. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, you mentioned something before, Sarah, like t- taking, you know, taking the baby for a stroll, things like that. So d- so do you find including fitness into your day helps? Yeah, like,
1: Definitely. So that you
0: don't actually even have to make time for it. You just need to somehow include it in what you do.
1: Yeah, and it becomes like an unconscious exercise really like you know even um yeah as a new mom like making sure in the beginning I was just going for walks a lot and then also taking him out to shopping centers and walking around the shopping center as well so in in reality obviously I wear a Fitbit (laughs) um so in reality I was getting anywhere between 10 and 15,000 steps and I wouldn't even count that as exercise, mainly just because I didn't feel like I was doing exercise. It was just what I was incorporating into my day. So that's definitely important.
0: Yes. And I guess unless you've got the pram taking the stairs and not the elevator and things like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And especially like with a dog and a pram and you're walking at a little bit of intensity, you can definitely get your heart rate up. and choose a walking route that's, you know, a bit of an incline hill somewhere. Like if you're, if you're pushing a baby and a pram up a hill like at a pretty fast pace, you're going to get your heart rate up, you know, and it's, yeah, you can easily include it in your day, which is awesome. Um, yep. I found that you, you really like it. and I really like going for a walk as well. Like, um, And uh, walking, you know, you can burn substantial amount of calories going from a pretty intense walk.
1: And it just clears your head after, a you know, a busy day. And it's also good I find for Edward, like our son, it's sort of like a cue of like, okay, the day's over. We're all like calming down now and just you know relaxing before bed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a routine for us.
0: Yeah, and, and Julian, you mentioned heart rate, um, getting your heart rate up. So could, we, could you just expand a little bit on that? Because I only heard, I only discovered this whole heart rate thing recently um, mm. about that. You know, the because essentially, from what I understand, doing going for a run. Is obviously better than nothing but until you get your heart rate up to a certain point um, you don't actually start losing fat or you it, it doesn't have as many benefits
2: yeah well I guess like the fat sort of thing comes from um, you know I mean come back to the diet essentially like if you if you're gonna it's like a, a car you know if you keep filling your tank up with petrol and you're not driving very far your tank's going to start overflowing and you're going to fill your inside your car up with petrol, which is the same as what, you know, eating too many calories is doing. You're sort of just overfilling the body. Yeah. So you've got to start with the diet, like with burning fat essentially. Um, you can't sort of out train a bad diet. So if you're, you are you want to work out, you know, calories in, calories out, to put it simply, there's heaps of other like health issues that people have. I'm not a dietitian, but um, the basics of it is, is obviously consume less calories put yourself in a calorie deficit and that's going to start you losing some weight um and heart rate yeah so like it it all depends what your goals are but going for a run obviously you can get your heart rate up if you're doing sprints i find you can get a lot done in you know a shorter amount of time if you go to a footy field somewhere and you're back out you know um five or ten lots of hundred meter sprints at a very short like rest period your heart rate's going to peak out and you're going to burn more um calories per se um, your heart rate's going to, you know, beat more um, to burn more fat rather than going for like, you know, an hour walk when your heart rate's just at a, you know, a regular pace. It's not going to do as much intensity and, and help you as much fitness wise. So there's a few different things like training weights. You're generally not going to get your heart rate up too high, but you're still going to um, burn a lot of calories doing weights. Um, i burn a lot of fat, sorry. And, um, you know, put on some muscle as well while you do it. But Yeah, yeah makes sense a, makes sense. There's so much you can go into, but that's the basics of it. Just eat less than you are currently if you want to lose weight um, and you'll find out the point where the scales start going the other way, then you know you're at a, at a calorie deficit if you don't want to get too complicated with it. Yep, yep. And I
0: know you're both not, both not dietitians, but any tips around that side of things, around just trying to eat healthy foods, um, you know, apart from – because, again, as parents, you do become a lot more time poor than – before you had kids, so yeah. it's not as easy to, you know, spend half an hour in the kitchen or an hour in, in the kitchen at night cooking, a, cooking dinner,
1: think- you know the main thing that we have noticed uh like and look to be completely honest neither of us are great in the kitchen (laughs) it's definitely something that (laughs) we lack hopefully edward uh takes up that role in our family when he's older and loves cooking hopefully
0: chef edward
1: Um, (laughs) but he um yeah we've definitely noticed the big key for us is making food in bulk um so for example we we will make a pasta like a a bolognese with heaps of veggies in the bolognese and that will last us a couple of days in terms of um, dinners for both us and edward which is great and then the next one you know the next time we cook up we'll cook up like a chicken fried rice with lots of veggies and that again will last us um a couple of days but the like basic thing that we've done, which has worked for us is just making sure you're eating more whole foods, like reducing, um, packet food as much as possible. And, you know, something that I'd like to do, which we haven't done is like do a little, like two week, like nothing out of a packet sort of thing challenge. Um, but that's mainly like what we do. And it's just, if you really want to get technical with it, Um, what you can do is download that MyFitnessPal app and just put in a typical day of what you would usually eat just to see how many calories you are actually eating. Um, Some people like to do that just out of interest's sake. Uh, Sometimes it's easier to just have a look at it to see how many you are having um, because sometimes you can think you're having a certain amount and then you put it in my fitness pal and you're like, Oh, I'm having like 600 calories more than what I thought. And maybe that is why you're not reaching the goals that you want. Yep. Um, yeah. So, um, but then as well, like, yeah, just try not to eat stuff from a packet. Usually that's no, the trick. That, the, less,
2: the less processed food you consume, the more like you're in control of what goes in your mouth, you just don't know what is in there, if it's in too much of, you know, too processed. So we go to the markets every Sunday, get our meat from the markets, get our veggie from the markets and try and get our bread from there. Like most things from there. And, I, and we've built a pretty good relationship with the guys at the market store. So we know where everything comes from. Yeah. We know where the meat's, you know, um, from and all that kind of stuff. So we know we're eating sort of like as fresh as we can sort of get our hands on and the less, yeah, packet stuff is going to be is going to be crucial because you just don't know what's in there. Especially when you go out to dinner as well. You go to like a you know Asian restaurant, Indian restaurant. You don't know how much oil they're putting in. You don't know all those sort of variables. And it can be like a, a beef stir fry something like that it can be a shitload more calories. Pardon my French. Um, yeah. Eating out to dinner than you you make it at home, you know. Yeah, no, no it's true. It's true.
0: And I guess it just makes you aware of what you're eating because I went through a phase like that. Where I was trying to eat nothing with numbers on the pack and trying to eat stuff that aren't if I can something that's not packaged and it's it's hard but and you're never going to become perfect at it I mean some people probably are but if you're at least aware of what's going into your mouth that helps because again as parents or anyone that's time poor it's like you literally you go from you know work to doing everything else work doing everything else and food just becomes one of those things that you just put whatever you can in your mouth in the time that you have and fitness ends up being one of those things you just do when you've got time and then
2: yeah uh,
1: no one has time <laughs> <No,
2: no, no. laughs> yes yeah, and the other thing uh financially mate for uh, your clients is you know eating out quite regularly is going to be a yeah. lot more expensive for their um financial goals you know these podcasts have been brought
0: to you by better financial planning australia to book a free 15 minute phone chat visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au yeah and isn't it interesting like the things we've just spoken about like diet and fitness it sort of would I mean the episode actually that's one of the episodes from the other week I actually talk about this so you know not spending as much time out of the house spending more time together as a family and as a couple and all the rest of it you actually end up saving money anyway because you don't have you don't end up going out as much you don't end up having to spend money to enjoy life you just it's like, you know, going back to basics, I guess, and doing what sure. family
2: should the time, be doing. Like, what we found, and what I found is that the things I enjoy the most now don't cost us any money. Whereas before, yeah. when I was, I guess, a bit younger, I probably wasn't as fulfilled with my life. I was like, you know, going out, boozing, and spending 300 bucks on a Saturday night and all those kind of things, which is making me financially poor. But also, like, it was just filling the void of not being sort of content. So, when you're more content, the things that you really love, uh, you know, company with people or family or whatever. And that doesn't, generally is free, you know? Yep. It's so true. That's so
0: true. And and on the point of couples um, and spending time together, I just wanted to sort of work through wow. some of, I guess, any tips that you'd give to each other, because one of the benefits of working out as a couple, if if they if a couple can work out together, um, is the whole encouragement and motivation side of things. Um any tips on that side of things? Because my wife and I are literally trying to get into it now. And I've told her, I mean, I don't know if this is going to work, but I've said, look, if I work out, you have to work out that day, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, anything anything else that you've seen that really works as I far as that I... side? apart from getting an awesome personal trainer like like you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I think the main thing is accountability, you know, we're yep. motivating each other, you're keeping each other accountable. So if you go you know, if you go together, then that's great. But um, if you can't with the um, with the kids or whatever it is on your or work schedule, then just motivating each other to hold each other accountable. Say, well, I've been, you know, when are you going to go? Like tell me about your workout. Like just being supportive and then yep. sort of holding them accountable to their goals, you know, and if you have a chat and just say, hey, these next six weeks, this is what I want to achieve um, in, my, in my fitness, health and fitness. Um, you know, can you help me? Be accountable like help me be accountable to that and like just be supportive along the way you know if i if i want to make a a bad diet choice or or decide i don't want to go to the gym because it's early in the morning whatever just give me that little um kick up the bum and say hey remember those goals that we spoke about you know like let's go get it yep, yep. and i think
1: like what we said earlier it's sitting down and booking it in in advance and don't wait to the last minute to decide when you're going to go to the gym and also like making it fun together. So like going for family walks or I know something that I think we'll try to do once Edward's a little bit older is like going for like hikes up Mount Cuther on the weekend or, you know, just something that's a bit more outdoorsy that we're all doing together will also be fun because then it doesn't feel like exercise. You just feel like you're spending time as a family.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And, and also, you just mentioned it together time, you know, spending time together, um, unless it's too much time together and yeah. creates arguments, but <laughs> spending time together is the other big thing. But this probably applies to everybody. But the reason fitness, I guess, is has become really important to me is because I've seen people that are 10 years older than me, or even clients 10 years older than me, 15, 20 years older than me, having health issues yeah. that literally just pop up as you get older. Mm. um like it's almost guaranteed to happen unless you stay fit and healthy so that sort of is my part of my motivation to Mm. to sort of do it but yeah you know there's so many other benefits like what you said the family time and just doing things together you know
1: yeah Um, no one like wants to be that like old parent that can't like run around with your kids or you know play on the floor you know with your kids and stuff and like, being a parent definitely ages you. Like, I feel so much older in the last yep. year. And so it is important to spend that time on yourself to make sure that, like, you're the best version of yourself for yourself, but also, like, for your family as well.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't Wait like till I you hit two kids or three. I know, uh,
1: I can't, Oh yeah, I can only imagine. I feel like we're hanging on by a thread now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, it's like, I thought marriage made me feel old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's crucial. I think a lot of people also just sort of forget about it. And then when they, you know, kids or grandkids come along, they assume they can just run around like they did at school again. They just yep. start doing it and then yep. they'll, they'll hurt themselves. or will do an injury. You know, my dad has never really been a massive gym person and he's only just retired into last year. I was say with my mom as well, but they have both like, started like training doing cardio strength training and they look amazing they feel like really good and they're like running around after edward like crazy so it's really good to see that that's like been a really big motivation for them because they've had we've got a grandson they want to you know make sure they're fit and healthy so they can play with him,
1: carry him as carry well carry he's him. a big baby <laughs>
2: <laughs> like all those type of things like if there's like a something that's pulling you that's bigger than you then it's yep. yeah. then it's generally going to pull you a bit more than sort of the motivation inside your own head, you know, if you if you think about like you've had a baby and you're not really going back into the gym, you're eating crap and you're not feeling your best, then you've got to set an example and I think that's good if you use that as motivation tools Like like my big thing is, yeah, I wanna keep up with Edward. I wanna be like a good role model and all those type of things. So it's really um that's why it's so important for me to sort of lead the way, you know.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's so true. That's so true. Cause it is easier said than done. Like everything we're talking about sounds accurate. great talking about it, but actually doing it, you do need that motivation. And you, and I, I, mean, it goes back to what you said before to, you know, make time, just start with something, baby steps, Julian, you said consistency is better than intensity, you know, so just start somewhere mm. and actually just, because sometimes you could literally sit around for weeks or months trying to work out how you're going to start something. So I think the key is yeah. normally just start it.
1: Just do yeah. anything and just yep. start to create then the habit and then once you're in the habit, it's um, just becomes yep. part of your routine like brushing your teeth. You just keep doing it every day.
2: <laughs> One yep. of my clients did this, um this he was really struggling, like he just couldn't sort of fathom change within his sort of personality. So he's what he's done in this is is this sort of dirty day thing where he's like woken up I'm trying to remember. It's like he woke up, just put his shoes on and then went back to bed and did that, you know, every day for a week. And the next thing was like woke up, put his shoes on, packed his bag and drove to the gym and sat in the car park, didn't go into the gym and then (laughs) went back home. And But it was like – For him, it was just like building the baby steps, just even getting there, and then the next step was like waking up, putting the shoes on, driving to the gym, going inside the gym, like walking around, and then leaving. Like, but it was just like just like getting there for him was a huge deal, and so now it's just like okay, I've, I've made those steps sort of concrete, and I've you know got in the gym and I'm I'm doing it sort of thing. But depends, like you know, that will work for him. It's not going to work for everyone, but it was just like he needed something that you could just like slowly build up because it's just super overwhelming for him to start like a new habit, you know? Yeah.
1: Yep. And yeah. even just like if you choose to work out in the morning, especially now as it's starting to get like colder, it's harder <laughs> to get out of bed. But it's like for me, if I, have, if I have committed to go somewhere in the morning, go work out, whatever it is, it's like as soon as the alarm goes off, just get out of bed. Don't even yep. give yourself a second to think about it. Like just get out, get dressed, and that's the hardest part. Because once you're actually at the gym, you're there. You got to be doing something. So even if it's just walking on the treadmill, it doesn't matter. Just go and
2: yeah, super, yeah do same, something. Same the other <laughs> thing, true. like the how good you feel like, like training in the morning for me is is amazing. So you're more motivated to eat well after you train you've got more energy you feel like you've you've sort of when i was plumbing because i used to be a plumber um when i was plumbing i used to always go before work um it's a bit harder now when i have clients in the morning but i always go before work and i felt like i was paying myself before i was paying anyone else like i was getting up for me and i wasn't getting up on someone else's watch like yep. that was a massive thing for me i'm like no nah, i'm doing something for me so it feels like i've up this early for me I'm not doing it for you sort of thing I don't know it's just this weird thing that I had in my head but it really works you know yeah
0: yeah no, that, that is true that is true and and I guess it's like so, I mean if you've, if you've got to wake up and go to work you've got no choice you're gonna get up and go to work so sort of treat it the same way
1: yeah
0: as that um and and you mentioned a couple of things so going to the gym I mean I last time I went to the gym was probably like 10 years ago because I've just been doing other workouts yeah. since then but the biggest tip I can give is keep the phone in the car Cause I used to spend half my time on my phone and I think it was just a thing whenever someone saw me at the gym, they just knew I was always on the phone or, you know, I'd be there for 45 minutes and I'd only spend about 10 minutes working out any apart, from, you know, apart from getting a personal trainer, which I'd highly recommend to anyone, any other tips that you'd give Julian for those that are find, going to the like gym?
2: Get a, get a program. Like I'm not saying from, you can get an online program. You can get like this program, David, but find something that's in line yep. with your goals that you can follow along So you have a bit of structure because if you go in there and you're not really sure what's going on um, or what you want to do or how you want to play it, you're really going to sort of just walk around, scratch your head, you do a bit of this, bit of that, and leave. Like if you're going to go make the effort to go, you may as well um, like get something that's customized to you and is going to work towards your goals, you know, rather than just sort of going aimlessly. Yeah, And I guess
0: that's where you come in, isn't it, as well? Because, I mean, if you can, can you tell us a bit about your business, Julian, and, and what you actually do? Because I think the, the first step, I mean, for a lot of people would be to get something like that. But if they can see someone like yourself that knows what he's doing, you can yeah. sort of set that plan out for them, put them on the right track. But if people want to get in contact with you, yeah, if you can just sort of just tell us yeah, a yeah. little bit about your business, that would really help.
2: Yeah, sure. I'm sorry if you can hear the dog in the background. No, that's okay. He's an extra featuring special guest (laughs) Um, yeah so I do a bunch of different things I have a face-to-face coaching business so you come in and you get coached by me um, work towards your goals another thing I do is online um, programming so it's a customized online program um, basically made for your goals so we can do I have an app that I use um, it's custom-made app that I've got and so I can coach sort of virtually through that so you can send me like initially I'll do an assessment see where you're at See what issues you have, what goals you have, and how we can work together, put a program together. And then you just, I just touch base um, sort of during the week, making sure everything's going all right. You can send me videos and all those type of things so I can check your form and make sure you're doing um, things correctly. So that's getting super popular, the online coaches. Nice. Yeah. And then obviously face-to-face also. So you either see me, I have people that see me four times a week. I have someone that sees me three times a week, two times a week, once a week, once a fortnight, once a month. Like depending on your budget and goals, I basically cater something towards you guys. And um, just make sure it's in line with your goals, something that you can do consistently, and then the accountability as well. Just you've got me to check in with essentially, yeah. Nice, nice. And, and also if people
0: want to get in contact with you, um, what's the best way to do that?
2: Um, you can go on my Instagram. It's probably the easiest and it's um, the Instagram link is just Julian underscore Waller underscore and my website is Julian-Waller.com so you can okay. get onto either of those. Um, I'll, I'll put those links in the description
0: of this episode. Anyway, yes, yes. So it's there. Um, and Sarah, apart from, you know, working for Fitbit, um, you've just started a business recently, um, which has nothing to do with fitness. But if you could just tell us a bit about that, because I thought it was pretty cool when you were explaining it before.
1: Yeah, so I recently just started a candle business called Suburban Scents and um, it started really just because I have always loved candles and always have candles burning in the house all the time. Uh, Well, not all the time, but every day. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I had heaps of like jars from the candles that I had previously been using and I just thought rather than buying more, um, maybe I would get like a candle kit that I could fill those up with. So I started um, just doing that and I enjoyed it. And so I just thought maybe I could do something a little bit creative on the side and, and yeah, make some candles. So I started the business. I actually launched it like 10 days ago, which is great. Nice. And we've almost sold out, which has been really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that has, is what I've been doing as well as everything else. <laughs> so
0: cool. And if people want to buy candles, what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, so they can follow on Instagram. It's just Suburban Sense on Instagram and my website is suburbansense.com.
0: Perfect, perfect. Um, thank you so much for your time, both of you. Honestly, it's it means a lot that you've made the time for this chat um, and I know for a fact whoever's listening to this will get a lot out of it. I have to finish my episodes off with a dad joke. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so the question is, why doesn't the fisherman go to the gym?
1: Why?
0: He, he pulled a muscle.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, That's a cracker dad joke. You know, yeah. Gym, gym, yep, yeah, you know. Julian
1: has to work on his dad joke. Uh, his...
2: I found the other day when I was at that edward's first birthday i grabbed one of the potato chips and i said oh yeah i've got a chip on my shoulder and uh, i really liked it (laughs) (laughs)
1: we're only a year in so they'll probably get better as time goes on no
0: no that's that's also after google mine so you're doing well (laughs) um thank you so much for your time again guys i really appreciate it
1: thanks for having us thanks
0: for having us mate cheers thank you Thanks for joining us on sharing more than the sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15 minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.